This is exciting. So today we're winging it because I am a fool and forgot all my notes. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to wing yeah. it. But this is part two of Salem, so which is exciting anyway. Oh, Salem. So, mm. Mama's back. Oh my gosh, you guys. They brought me back. Well, my favorite wine, which is great because I haven't had it in a long time, and a little cauldron. A little and baby I'm one. so excited about that. That was super cute. I kind of like it. I should have gotten one for myself. <sighs> I love it. That is cute. <laughs> so, uh, uh, tell us everything. Oh, Salem was amazing. I think, well, most importantly, the traffic is insane. I've never seen anything like it. Like, I told um, the guy at work to get his race car ready, because after driving in Salem, I'm ready to go. I drove <laughs> once, and I came in third. We're not going to mention that, you know, there was only five cars and one lost the tire and the engine blew. But, um... I'm ready. I told him, put me in, coach. Because after driving in Salem, it's it's literally batshit crazy. You know where, like, in Michigan, you're coming... So you didn't you know, take your broom with you. You could have no. just flew right over. Okay, I should have. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, like, where in Michigan, you're getting on the expressways, they tell you to speed up and go as fast as you can? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not in Salem. You literally are just going to stop <laughs> and wait for traffic to stop and let you in. And mm-hmm. it's funny, because when you're on that freeway, it's like five-lane traffic, and... um Everybody's going at like 50 and 60 miles per hour. Then all of a sudden, everybody hits the brakes because they're letting somebody in off, uh-huh. off rap. What the it hell? Was... Not everybody's got to stop. We merge. They don't know what merging is in the mass. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they have time to merge. <laughs> that is funny. Great. I now refer to Massachusetts, I said it, as mass, the mass, because uh-huh. it's easier for me to say. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Makes sense. No, but it's amazing. Oh, with so gosh. much history, and they do so well at documenting their history yes so well like it was, it was just fascinating and every time you went to a museum there there was just no way you weren't going to walk out out of there with mm-hmm. the full story mm-hmm. the full history it was just just amazing that is oh, i'm still so jealous um shoot i was gonna say something history oh when <laughs> when we plan our trip i really 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 want to go out for June 10th. Okay. Because that's when the first prosecutions took place. Oh, all right. So we can talk to Dad. We'll be like, hey, we got a surprise for you for oh, your birthday. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. and when, we, when we got back, I told him, I said, did you know that airplane tickets to Salem for a round trip are only $180? He looked at me. He's like, we've been home for an hour. Like so, I'm I'm just planning for next time. Wasn't that drive long? Think about it. You could be there in like three hours. Uh huh. I have more time there. Yeah. A problem with that is I was thinking about that when we plan our trip is, um, taking our equipment. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she said for sure bring your equipment because when they go on the tours they do allow you to take your equipment with you and if we're getting a private tour, uh huh, even better. That would be great. Yeah, I did not want to leave. But I was able to have enough time there to go and see and do everything. Mm-hmm. The only thing I think, um, we didn't go to the House of the Seven Gables. And um, we didn't go to the Essex and Peabody Museum. Oh, okay. Those are the only two things. I figured I'd save some stuff. There. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's loud, so. Well, no, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, you do have the same save some stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you go to Gallows Hill? Yes. That, no, you sent me pictures. Uh, that Whatever, was, I just ignored everything you told me the whole time you were gone. That's okay. I don't blame you. <laughs> no, that, that place was amazing. And, you know, you wouldn't even really know it's there. It's literally in the middle of a bunch of houses. Mm-hmm. That's what Mike was saying. then also Courtney, that um, we will be hearing from an interview that I had with her when you were out there. Um, she said the same thing. You know, it's very recent that they found the exact location and stuff. Yeah, they did a lot of research and um, through, like, uh, diaries and things like that. Mm-hmm. And comparing where... Um, 
were, were the people that were in the houses, they could see them from their window, but it didn't make sense. It didn't match up to where they originally thought. Uh, and the energy is so high there. You literally, uh, literally, you can stand right in front of it, and I could feel them all. Like, I knew well, this is it. This is where that, this is where it happened. Yes. They had the rock there. Uh-huh. So you can just feel the energy. And I, I turned on my spirit box, and it went, like, off the wall. Like, I've never seen it go off. And, like, especially by John Proctor's Memorial Part. And what came through was um, was uh, that he was on a list, mm-hmm. and there was a panel. Yeah. And it was like, he made me feel like that um, they had a list already, and so it didn't matter okay. who was picked. They were just right. going to pick them, because a lot of it was, um, you know, family name and money Wanted what and they land. Had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just crazy. Courtney did ask me, she said, okay, if there's one place out here, because, you know, since doing the interviews, they like to turn it around on me and ask me questions. Well, I'm yeah. like, uh. <laughs> I'm like, well, I said, this is going to sound morbid. But I said, I, I really, really want to go to Gallows Hill. And I said, and then she was telling me about it. And I'm like, Ugh. I just got the chills even just talking about yeah. it, how, how you said the amount of energy that you got from that. Huge. And just. It was the most um, energy that I had felt the whole time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I told her, I said, I, I really, it's not even a lot. Got, kind, you have to go. Yeah. Yep. Kind of a neat, I, I, I don't know. And I mean, I want to see everything. Drove by the Proctor but. house. You feel about, of course, you can't go in it because it, it, you know, it says you know privately owned. It is, but it's an awesome. Just the whole see, place we, is just uh, awesome. All the I history. can't wait for us to go out there because of the hookups that we got, and if we can get into the place that we're gonna try to. Oh, oh my God. People would be so jealous. Oh my God. We don't want to make people jealous, though. I was gonna say that too, but that's not what we're trying to do. But to have the opportunity that we might have is a, an opportunity that a lot of people want to have. Mm-hmm. And if we can get that, I will be forever it'll be, grateful. It'll be an awesome oh my experience. But like, what? The, the energy like, in general is just amazing in Salem. Like, like, the moment you step out of your car and you realize that you're walking on sidewalks and walking by places that have been there for hundreds of years. The house is so close together. The sidewalks are like three feet wide. Mm-hmm. They're so old. You could just, just that history is just embedded yeah. energetically in every nook and cranny. Other than the mm-hmm. fact that the, the traffic's crazy and you don't know which street you're on because they don't have signs and you're not sure which stoplight's mm-hmm. yours. And some of the stop signs are on the post and you're find yourself and, roundabouts that you didn't know was there in the first the, place. Yep. I'll say, um, I'll say the, e- the Eastern coast is amazing with history. Anyway, cause that's, you know, where we, it's where it all began. Right. Especially like the Northern East, the East coast, <laughs> East coast. It would just be super neat to even just take a drive up, up and down that mm-hmm. coast to, just to get the feel. And it's so, I've never been there, but I've seen the pictures and videos and stuff and just so beautiful. I, I would love to, do that. I've been to New York City eleven times. We drove up to Connecticut, and then we drove back. I tried to get your sure dad why, to go, but, but he wouldn't go oh. to New York City or Boston. Oh. He's like, it's too busy. No, we're going. I'm like, I said, we can take a train there and just walk. Well, first of all, you're but we there. We don't know where we're going. You're there. You might as well do it. See, this is why. This is why. When we go, he does need to come, but we need to talk Sean into coming too, so they can just. They want to hang out at the hotel. More we'll power to them. We won't feel bad for leaving them behind. Yeah, when we got when uh, I got your dad into the Hilton, I, I was afraid I was never gonna get him to leave the room. He's uh, like, "Are you sure you got this for the deal?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Are you sure?" The TV was like huge. He's like, "I don't think I want to leave." I'm like, "You're like, okay, you're sir, leaving. you're on the next airplane out here." <laughs> but that that story was funny in itself. You know, get into the original motel. Which I think yeah, oh, yeah this is happens, a fun one. Everything happens for a reason, and the universe takes care of you. Because your dad learned a lesson too. I couldn't believe you said it. But we get to this motel, and we're like literally, it kind of looked like ghettoy driving through it. Oh, I'm like, right, right, oh, right. where are we going to be staying? You know, because we picked you know as cheap as we could. Right. And then when we get there, and the guy tells me that he rented our out our room to some guy for an hour, I'm like, oh, oh, huh. just yeah, so the guy there. was he there by himself. I I'm pretty sure he wasn't. <laughs> Oh, but super gross. And so we found we found the place that I was originally wanted to get in the first place, but we could only get it for two nights. Oh, okay. And so we went there and stayed, and then I found the deal with the Hilton. But your dad actually said, he goes, I've learned my lesson. He goes, you can't just keep going cheap. 
He goes, no. we wouldn't be here if I if I wouldn't have had to go cheap. I said, thank you. You can go medium with the hotels. Yeah. You, you really, really can. Because if you're at a place and you're staying a place that, like, you're going to be out anyway, as long as you have a clean bed to sleep at, you know, That's and it's really okay matters. and the safety yeah. part of it, you're good. You really don't need all the extra bells and whistles, the pool, the hot tub, the blip. If you're out and you're you're planning you're on sightseeing anyway, mm-hmm. you know, but don't go super cheap because you're probably gonna bring home bed bugs or stay at something like the Bates Motel or something, then be like, well, or shit, stay, or stay somewhere where they hired a prostitute for an hour. Yeah, well, see, New York City. <laughs> I remember we tried so many times to find hotels that first time we went out there and got stranded for the two weeks. Every hotel was by the hour. I was like, look, I need eight hours. I need to freaking sleep, <laughs> not in my car. Like, I, are you are you serious? Oh, bars on the windows and stuff? I'm like, dude, they're all by the hour. Like, except for, like, the real expensive ones. See, I got a good deal. The one time I went out there, sorry, this is off subject, but I got out there. I started crying. It's like, got into, the, like, this nice hotel, and I'm like, I only have this much money left. I came from Iowa, because that's when I just moved back home from Iowa, but all my license and everything still said Iowa. And so I just drove all this way. Blah, blah, blah. And it was like a $500 a night room. Okay. I went out there to visit my boyfriend because I was young and stupid, whatever. But I got to experience some cool, cool stuff. stuff. Yeah. You know, so, and the guy's like, I'll be right back. I'll go talk to the manager. I'm like, mm. So the guy I was dating at the time was named Mike. He's standing there and he's like three feet from me. And he's looking at me like, you're going to pull this off. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> And he's like, he comes out. He's like, how much money do you have to be able to stay here for the night? I said, 150 bucks. I got the room for 150 bucks. That's cool. This room, it was a handicap room, so everything was, like, really, really big, big in it. Yeah. So I'm like, hell yeah. Like, the whole bathroom was a freaking shower, and it was all, like, luxury. Huge flat screen TV. Uh, California king-size bed. Like, and I'm like, okay, first of all, we're staying in here until they kick us out. And I'm like, because... I'm never going to be able to stay in a room like this again. Like, it was so awesome. I got it for 150 bucks. I was, That's a good deal. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and that, you see, ladies, that's how you get the good room. You just throw the waterworks in there, there and just give them a sob yep. story. They can always come down. Shoot. But I, I understand they got money to make, too, but I needed a freaking bed to sleep mm-hmm. in. And oh, holy hell. Oh, that, that room was awesome. Anyway, back to Salem. So... Mama Mary got to go out there and leave me here, <laughs> as I'm sure everybody knows by now. But there are the there is some more history that we want to get into, just not you know have it just completely convo because we could just keep it completely conversational. Yeah, we definitely could. Um, as I said, I had an interview with Courtney Buckley. She is a tour guide out in Salem, which is awesome. Because now we got the hookup. She's a very yeah. sweet gal. She she was super nice when I was talking mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. And they do the ghost tour, so it's night mm-hmm. nighttime tours, which is even better. So look her up. I'll put all that information down in the notes. Um, she is also part of East Coast Coalition of Paranormal Investigators. They are an investigative group. There's 15 of them. Oh, and they wow. actually, I think they belong in like three different states. It's, it's, That's they're cool. very large. So... On our new segment, released on Wednesdays, is called 13 Questions with PXL. They are actually our next one up for this coming up Wednesday. So Nice. Definitely listen to that. They give some good, um, actually all of them do, all the ones that I've done so far. They give some good advice. It's all different advice. So if you're thinking about starting or you have questions or you are starting and kind of want to know what other people do, like, I mean, I interviewed just a family that does it, a crew, just a regular you know, size crew, I think they had six, six or eight, and then this one, they had 15, you know, so it's, they're all so different, and it's amazing the different advice that they give everybody, and how they do things. Different ways of coming about it. Yeah. That's great. So, oh, heck yeah, that's what I wanted to do with the 13 questions with PXL, was with the peer unity thing, everybody getting along and listening, and, you know, everybody does things differently, Uh, it doesn't necessarily make it right, it may not be right for you. But mm-hmm. to even take somebody else's idea and kind of put your own twist, that works for you. That's cool. You know, yeah. they're sharing their ideas with you, and that's great. Like, I've learned a whole lot and got to talk to some really awesome people along the way. Like, I'm so blessed. Like, it's just, it's awesome. So awesome. So with that being said, um, here is the interview with Courtney. Okay, so let's welcome Courtney. She is with East Coast Coalition of Paranormal but one of her day jobs is really awesome, and that's why she kind of gets her own special spot. 
So I she's in- very honored. I, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, she is a tour guide in Salem, and as we all know, Mama Mary and me love Salem. So of course we love Courtney, and I'm just so happy she was brought into our lives. Tell us about your awesome job. <laughs> Well, so uh, here I am in Salem. Uh, anybody watching the video can see behind me the Salem Witch Museum. We're getting ready to do an 8 o'clock tour tonight. So I am the head tour guide with a company called Salem Night. Uh, and so we are a haunted history tour. We bring you around through downtown Salem. And we bring you to all the historical locations, give you the history behind what you're looking at, but then also the ghost stories, the legends, the folklore, all that. Fun. So, well, yeah, so you got it. on every yeah. night at 8. Yeah, yeah, you need all of it. So. <laughs> Uh, we run every night at 8 o'clock, uh, every night of the year, almost, except for, I think, Christmas and Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. But yeah, really? So if you want to come in sub-zero temperatures, yeah. Be I would be there with my broom. <laughs> I, you know, and a shovel, please. <laughs> That's right. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> yeah, the shovel is the snow tires of the witch. Yes, yes. So that's got to get pretty cold for you. Yeah. It, this past uh, this past winter, or the winter before, it was... Uh, we had people from Canada who were insisting that they come out on a tour in negative 15 degrees. And I was like, no, we're going to sit inside, but that's fine. <laughs> sorry, that's I'm really cool. sorry. I'll tell yeah. you all my stories inside. Right. Oh, wow. You know, I bet a lot of people don't. Well, I know I didn't think of that. Like, and... Oh, oh we're jamming. Yeah, this, is, this is a motorcycle, by the way. This is what it's like giving a tour, just... In, out in downtown, like, trying to talk to somebody in, in front of a group of people, and you have this passing by, someone right. blasting some ridiculous music on a motorcycle. <laughs> like, what are you trying to prove? Please stop overcompensating. Thank you. Yeah, right. Well, the music and then the noise of the motorcycle itself. Right. Like, you don't need both. Pick one. R- right. Are, are you really enjoying that music? Are you really? Like... Can you even hear it through your helmet? Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, well, apparently... I don't want it. Yeah. We all want to hear it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, yeah, the, um, with the winters and stuff, I never, I guess that never crossed my mind. I assumed in Salem it was summer or October all the time, 12 months of October. (laughs) I mean, I think people are pushing for that. Uh, October seems to be stretching out past, uh, just the 31 days of October now, but. Yeah. Um, you know. How intense does it get there on the 31st? Or all of October. So, yeah, it's bad. Um, Do crazy things happen? Yes. Um, So, last year, so not this past October, the October before that, it was really nice weather. And the Saturday before Halloween, um, they estimated that we had 115,000 people visiting. And they packed themselves into one street. So, when... I'm, we're going to take our lunch breaks. It takes like normally three minutes to walk from where we need to be, from where we are to like CVS day. And right. on that day, it took 45 because you were walking literally chest to back the first part of you. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. insane. And people yeah, enjoy I themselves. Mean, <laughs> apparently, they keep doing it. So, <laughs> wow. It's, it's definitely the people watching is like nothing else. On, uh, oh, I'm sure. So, I'm sure of all of October, people are all dressed up and whatnot. Yes, from uh, 12.01 a.m. October 1st till the very end. <laughs> till the very end. Right in uh, November. October, November. Yeah, I said that right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. oh, that's awesome. So awesome. So do, do you guys die down, I guess, in wintertime then? Uh, a little bit. It used to be more so, like, when I first started, I've been, I've been here. This will be my 6th October. Okay. Um, and my first year it died down and there was a couple of months in the wintertime that, you know, only one tour guide was needed okay. or, you know, there was, there was days between when people would sign up for a tour. So basically if you sign up, we're coming out. So right. okay. uh, there gotcha. would be days in between, <clears throat> but the last couple of years we haven't had a break. We haven't had a break at all. Oh, wow. So it's been, yeah, it's been pretty constant, which is great. We love that. Oh, and for sure. I think there's something definitely different about coming on a tour in October versus coming on a tour any other month of the year. Okay. Um, because October, you get the Halloween spirit, which is great, and everybody loves that, and yes. it's a lot of fun. Um, and not that it's not a lot of fun any other time of the year, but I think it's less crazy in the okay. sense it's less, like, Halloween-centric the rest of the year, so you can really focus more on 
what you're looking at, like appreciating the history mm-hmm. and yes. the, the somberness, the somber level of it. I think. Right. Which is nice because you want to remember that while you're oh. having fun, this is all based on some something really horrific. So. Yes, it, very tragic stuff happened there for sure. But it is awesome how long ago that was, how the impact that it still has with, has with people. I like agree. That, I, that mind blows me. Well, I talk about that on my tour a little bit, too, when it comes to, like, putting a human face on what actually happened and, like, mm-hmm. why. Sometimes when you just read briefly about the witch trials, you, you just see the tip of the iceberg. You don't see, like, yeah. how deep this really went and how many people this actually affected and why it is right. still such a scar on our history. Oh, for um, sure. And I think that that's one of the best parts about being a tour guide, especially with my company, because we're unscripted, so we get to tell the stories that mean something to us. Right. And that we research and what have you. So I can use my voice as a tour guide to bring some recognition back to that and to tell people, you know, that, that the rest of the iceberg, show them the rest of the iceberg where they may have not known anything about it or they right. not thought of it in that sense. And then they mm-hmm. leave my tour at the end remembering, you know, that this was a real, real big deal. And it certainly was. Right. Well, yeah, that's. Because essentially when people hear about it, they're like, yeah, I want to go out there. Okay, I'm like that too, but I want to go out for different reasons, which you know. But people are like, yeah, we're going to Salem. And it's not really all, it's not all glorified because something bad did happen. And to be able to remind people of that, hey, this is why this is here. You know, that's sometimes got to be hard. Is it hard for you sometimes to? Actually, I cried for the first time on a tour the other day. Um, it was, I got really emotional and I didn't expect to, but I had, it was the anniversary of the execution of Sarah Good. Mm-hmm. And I was telling a story about one of my most, my favorite, my deeply connected and favorite in the sense of like, it's very impactful for me to tell this story story right? Uh, about Sarah Good and her daughter. And as we were walking to that stop, someone on my tour told me that they were descendants of Sarah So they were on my tour, on her anniversary, and I was about to tell this story that was, like, huge to me. So I said, oh, my God, it's such an honor to have you here. You know, it, it really right. means the world to me to, to do this. And I said, I, I have a story, the next story, and we're going to talk about it. And so I brought them to the stop, and I and I had everybody quiet, and everybody's looking at me and listening, and, I'm, and I start telling the story, and I turn, and she's she's on my right, and she's looking at me, and I just made eye contact with her, and it, the, the heaviness of it hit me, and I just, like, choked up, and I almost couldn't Aww. do it. Yeah. But I've had people cry and oh, yeah. everything when we get to the real nitty-gritty of it. Like, I try, being a tour guide, I try to remember that, like, we're, I, I'm, I'm giving you the history, but I'm also here to entertain you. Like, that's what you're looking for. Right. So, I try to keep as much of it light and funny, and, and I'm very sarcastic yeah. as I can, but then I... It's, I find that people are very on board with, like, we can be funny right now, but when we really talk about this, we're going to all be really serious and like, not make any jokes. Right, because the stuff that happened was real. Let's not forget about it. You know, we can joke about right. it. and You know, I joke about it, but yeah. I do know what happened there, and, right. and it's, it's, it's so sad. It really is. It it's, really is. And that don't forget to bring my name up sometime. Oh, I, I, I mean, I didn't get executed. I, it wasn't me. I wasn't there. <laughs> Maybe. But my name, anyway. <laughs> well, we're going to have to, look, I want to look more into, like, where you or your name lived. Okay. Um, and, you know, where, what, like, where all of this took place for them, because it's, it's a lot, it's very spread out, but. Y- yes. Uh, I want to see if we can find some places for you that so when you that come would out, we can bring you back to and see if you have, like, some kind of memory of it. That would be amazing. Just yeah. um, all the research that I've done myself. I, like I said, or <laughs> take one of the other interview that we had <laughs> <laughs> where I got emotional <clears throat> when I was reading that poem even in, in the podcast. Yeah. And even more, I, I've always been infatuated with, with it out there and wanting to learn more and stuff like that. But doing what I do now, I'm able to look deeper into things. Then I get to meet like awesome people like you. And, and I, I'm just, I'm honored to meet you. I'm honored <laughs> so I to think meet this you. Is just, this is just wonderful. <laughs> uh, just the connection that Mary and I have out there. And even before we were told our past life readings and stuff, it, it's just, just wow. Well, you know what? I, I am fully on board with that. I also think 
just to like get into the juju of it all for a minute. Like, oh yeah, there's something in the air currently because the connections that have been just yeah. happening lately are crazy. Uh, wow, the people that I've been meeting in this field, it it feels like it's like building up to something, and and like this is amazing. It's an honor to be on this podcast with you guys. Like, it, it's awesome. Aw, you're wonderful. <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to come out here. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking, not a good day, but a time that I would like to get out there is when, like, the first executions happened. So that would be Bridget Bishop, and I yes. that was June. That is so weird because that's actually what I, like, put down in my, my goal calendar. I got, like, a calendar for everything was in June. Yeah, so June's a good time to go. Was it June 10th, right? Yeah. It was two days after my dad's birthday. <laughs> yeah. And like, then the yeah, next set were you. for a little... I think the next ones were August. I, I'm okay. super dyslexic when it comes to numbers, so dates oftentimes escape me, but um, right. I believe it was August for the next one. Yeah. No, that's not I, true. July for the next ones. July. Yeah. I should know that, too. I have... It's been a long week already, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, if you could edit that last part out. <laughs> I know, right? Right? <laughs> I know. Um, I feel like... uh. Well, I'm just so excited, and then seeing where you're standing and stuff, that's so awesome. Yeah. Like, you're right there, right now, I and am. I'm I'm, on I'm here, part. but I want to be there. You're here in spirit. <laughs> that's right. I'm you're everywhere. <laughs> that I am, that I am. So, do you ever get tired of your job doing that? Uh, I don't get tired of this job. Sometimes I get a little bit burnt out because this is not my only job. So, right. sometimes the burnout from my other job. From the other 46. Life, right. Mm-hmm. Um, or just life in general. Like, today's a tough day. Today is going to be a tough day to rally and get out there. But usually what happens is, because I love it so much, that as much as I drag my feet right before, the second I'm like, hey, I'm Courtney, I'm your tour guide, boom, it clicks on. And I'm like, yes, let's do this. Yeah, for so, sure. Oh, my God. I would yeah. be a hot mess all the time. Like, oh, my God, and look at this and look at this. <laughs> yeah, well, having raging ADHD does not help when you're a tour guide. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> so, like, when things happen, like the motorcycles with the loud music, I'm like, so in 1692, Coral, what? Where am I? And then I don't remember. I have to like get back on track. Okay. 12, you need one of those megaphones. I have a microphone. Oh, do you? Like it's like a, yeah, it's like a Britney Spears mic. It comes down in front of oh, me. Oh, heck yeah. It's attached to a speaker. So I have one. You ever say, oops, I did it again? <laughs> um, I tried once to actually sing the Hocus Pocus song <sighs> when we were walking to the Hocus Pocus stop. And, like, you know when uh, with, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker sings Humble mm-hmm. Little Children? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, we're going to go to the Hocus Pocus stop. And then I, I like sang it, like beckoned to them. And they all looked at me like I had 12 heads. And I'm like, so you told me you've seen the movie. Obviously, that was a lie. Like, thank you. We are going to sing that when I come out there. Can we? <laughs> Can we wear hats and do it? Um, I'm wearing a hat the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get us extra microphones. And, we can just and then I'll be like, clearly, you don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. Allow me to introduce I was what born. Is- <laughs> That's right. I've been here yeah. since the 1600s. <laughs> <laughs> Growing with the times. Oh, that is great. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. So, how long do your tours last? Like, is it eight to what? So it's about. Uh, it really depends on how the group moves and uh, oh, what yeah, the traffic that makes is sense. out there. But so it's usually between an hour and 15 to an hour and 20 minutes. Um, most most of the time it doesn't go over, or it should not go over an hour and a half. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes if my groups are Never really had good and me. they ask a lot of, well, if they ask a lot of really good questions, I hold them hostage and then we... Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> well, that's got to be a little more fun, though, when you can actually, you know, when you're getting the good questions yeah, and whatnot. It is. It is. And I like it when the kids, when there's kids on the tour and the kids ask oh, good yeah. questions because it's, to see them engaged like that is really great. Oh, um, yeah. And... I also, we do private tours, too. So when you have a private tour, you can sort of tailor it to your tour group. So I had one of my very first private tours I ever did, like, six years ago, five years ago, was um, a family. It was it was four or five people. And mm-hmm. the 16-year-old daughter, uh, it, was her, or it was her her 16th birthday, and she was, like, the biggest fan on earth of Hocus Pocus. So oh. um, they had me call them and ask for their call them at the time. So I called and I talked to the dad. And he was like, listen, she's the best kid in the whole world. She never asks for anything. This is her biggest. Is there any way we can do something special for her? And he was so, like, 
just wanted his kid to have a good time and like wasn't like pushy or like anything like that. Right. And this was in October, so I'm sure they paid a good chunk of change for this. But right. I said, of course. So on my way in, I stopped and I got her a Halloween cupcake. And then I got her a couple of things from our shop and mm-hmm. I held everything in a bag. And then when we got to the Hocus Pocus stop, we sat there and we sang her happy birthday and I lit her a candle on a cupcake and whatever. So that every time she watched the movie from there on, when she saw that scene, she would remember that on her 16th birthday, she oh. was sung happy birthday right there. That is the best. It was really cool. That Aw, that is awesome. <laughs> what is your favorite location out there, like on your tour route? What's, what's your favorite spot? Um, I think one of my favorites is St. Peter's Church. Okay. So when you look at the front of St. Peter's Church, first of all, it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, gorgeous stonework. And, and it's at this tower that just, like, juts up into the sky. And every once in a while, the moon falls in just the right way. that it's, like, right behind it. So it's really cool. Um, but when you look at the front of it, there's headstones on either side. Mm-hmm. And they're really, like, condensed really close together. And the story behind the church is actually that there are bodies buried underneath the back portion of the church. So the, the headstones were actually moved forward when the church was originally constructed. And they built the church right over the actual grave. Oh, wow. So that's a fun one for a twist. And then uh, one of my other favorites is, uh, because people don't know that this is coming usually, is that we talk about the Old Salem Jail, which has a bar in it now. uh, Oh, really? Yeah, it's really cool. We'll take you there. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it was actually the inspiration for the Monopoly Jail on the Get Out of of Jail Free Card in Monopoly. Really? Yeah. Wow, I'm going to learn so much when I come out there. Oh my god! That is. Oh my! I bet you're full of fun stories. I like to think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You'd be such a fun tour guide. Oh my gosh! I, now, is is there any place like out there that you guys don't stop that you wish that you did on the tours? I really wish that we could. Uh, there's a couple places actually. I wish that we could go. Um, to the, the execution location, but that's way too far out of our range. Okay. Um, you really have to, it's, it's really not even, unless you're really ambitious, walking distance from where we are. You have to get in the car and drive. <clears throat> Got you. Um, so I wish that was a little bit more accessible. Um, and I just, you know, it would be nice if we could spread out a little bit because I feel like there's just so much more than what we can fit in an hour and a half tour or that we can oh, right. accomplish by walking. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's not really anything that we could actually do anything about, but if, you know, if our tour was instead of an hour and a half, if our tour was four hours, we could do a lot more with that. But probably not right. a lot of people are paying for four hours. So. Right. I would. I mean, you and I could do that <laughs> on our own, but. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, my gosh. That, oh, that is just so awesome. It's really great. I can't wait to show you. Oh. And that's the just... best part of it all, honestly, like. I get so excited to show all of these people because you have people that are are here and they're coming from literally all around the world. Oh, my gosh. And I'm sure. Yeah. And they read about the history and they've never been here to see it. And I've had the advantage of growing up here. Like I've had right. this at my fingertips my whole life. But I get to be the one that gets to show you all of this. Like that is huge to me. Yes. When I get descendants who come on the tour. That is to me, like, I just, that sobers me right up out of my, like, oh, my God, this is so cool, too. Like, oh, my God, like, what an honor. Like, this is my responsibility now. Like, this is, I get, I have to take care of these people and show them what their ancestors went through and how serious and how that it's, it it makes me realize how small I actually am in the grand scheme of things, but that I can have a part in all this is amazing. Well, that's awesome. So, you're outside of the the witch museum. What's in the witch museum? So the witch museum is, um, I want to say, one of the oldest attractions here. It was okay. uh, one of the things that I came to see when I was six and I came to Salem my first time. So basically when you go in, it's like um, they have like life-size dioramas set up uh, around the room and they, they're like wax figures, not wax figures, but like they're like mannequins. Okay. And they tell you the story of the witch trials through the mannequins. Okay. So it's, it's really like the token touristy thing to do. Um, right. We it's beautiful building too. The building itself, uh, I think it, what was it? Um, it was a video game, Fallout, Fallout Four. Okay. Did yep. a level in Salem, so the Salem, this building behind me is in that video game. Okay, I'll have to ask my cool. son about that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then the other reason why I thought this would be a good 
having nothing to do with the actual witch museum itself is that across the street from me is um, the Salem Common, which I can I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can show you. Oh, yeah, I can. Hold on. So there you go. There's the Salem Common, and you can see the touch of truck that's going on over there right now, which I'm trying to avoid. But um, okay, right, right there where you're looking on the Salem Common, a couple of weeks ago, we had Adam Sandler here <sighs> filming a movie. Oh, awesome. So it's a movie about Salem at Halloween, and it's going to be a Netflix movie. So he actually had that whole portion that you were just looking at of the Salem Common blocked off, and the cameras were facing the way the camera's facing right now. So the Witch Museum was behind them. Um, So I figured it would be a fun spot. You can watch the movie now, and you can see this is this. (laughs) So you are virtually here also. We got to come out. They had the set set up for a couple of days before they did filming, so we got to come walk around on the set. It was really cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a movie filming when you come. They're always filming. Oh, my God. Before that, we had Chris Evans here, and I someone, oh. I thought someone saw him on my tour, and I screamed. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Super. I have no shortage of embarrassing moments on my tour, which is just lovely. <laughs> That is great. That's the best. You want to make it memorable for people that come out. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's it's more memorable than I intended it to be. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Oh my gosh. So have you ever had like people try to? I want to say this without offending anybody because I'm clearly a huge fan of witches, <laughs> being one and all. <laughs> people come out and like try to uh, do a séance. Maybe. Maybe that's. Not the word. Do weird things. Maybe not weird. Different type of things. Why they're like on a tour or even you just see out there. Yeah. So not so much on a tour. I'd say people come here to do things like that. There's also actually a tour, uh, the Witch Walk, that does like a, a spell before the tour, um, which is it's different than ours. They don't. They talk about different things, but it's right. it's so it's not unheard of to do things like that. Um, and I don't. I think the probably the weirdest thing that. <laughs> Um, so accelerate right in front of me. Thank you. Um, probably the one of the, you know, or or not even that it's weird, but like one of the the more out of the ordinary things that happens on the tour, but is completely welcome, is that people bring their equipment, which is great, and I love that. Um, it can sometimes get a little bit distracting if people don't know what they're doing, but I try to incorporate that into the tour. So if someone brings equipment, I'll have them stand next to me and I'll explain to everybody how we use it. And then right. I'll let them use it. And then then everybody can feel like they're participating. Right. Um, and then, you know, sometimes people will use, like, the apps. I will never forget this. I was standing actually in front of St. Peter's, and I had these people that were using the app, and every time something came up on the app, they would scream, which is great, um, which I find is it's super entertaining when that happens. I, I think it's funny. But, right. Um, so they're using the app, and it's one of the ones that shows you, like, it's, I think it, like, mimics an SLS camera. And then it also, okay. at the same time, does, like, the obvious, like, the, the words and stuff. Yeah. Which, let's not even talk about how little I believe in phone apps uh, for this, but... I, I know. Well, being an investigator, that's got to be hard to do, because I know it's hard for me when I see people, well, I got this phone app. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, they, so they, they had this app, and they were using it. They're having a great time. And you know what? If you're enjoying, like, I make my yes. phone pretty clear about, like, debunking and everything else at the beginning of the tour but if you're right. enjoying it you're having a good time like who am i to say anything about it right. so i was standing in front of st peter's church and they were standing in front of me and they had this app on me while i was talking and i started having like this coughing fit that i just could not seem to recover from and it was like i was choking on something like i'm pretty sure like a bug flew in my throat or something like while my <laughs> mouth was wide open but um i could not recover from this and they just are horrified for like 13 minutes like they were like i can't believe what I saw while you were doing that. It kept saying choking, and it was saying, you know, it had a, a thing next to you, and it said malevolent, like this, that. And I'm like, okay, but it probably heard me coughing. Yes. But, sure, yes, I was being attacked by a malevolent spirit in front of you on tour. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I just want to make sure you get your money's worth, that's all. Yeah, I mean, great. If that's what's happening, I'm all for it. Good, 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 good stuff. Like, I will let right. if If they want to come attack me for your enjoyment, that's cool. That's, That's cool. That's totally great. As long as you don't follow me home, like I will, I will put on the show. I don't care. That is great. Now you do know when we come out, Mary and I, we will have our equipment. <laughs> Please bring all of it. As I'm like, because Mary's like, you know, plane tickets aren't that much out there. It's like 180 for a round trip, which really isn't that bad. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're not going to allow all of our equipment 
Like that well, you will can make ship some... it to me first, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then I'll pick it up, and then I'll meet you at the airport with it. That'll make a lot of things go off there <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> like, look, we're just ghost hunters. We don't want to. Yeah. We don't. We mean no harm. We come in peace. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet there's a lot. Like when we sit down and start, like actually, what is it? Not scheduling, but um, planning the trip. Sit down and look at the cool places that we can stop on the way, you know, yeah. make it a whole thing. You know, I, yeah. I don't want to miss anything. We have the opportunities, you know, getting out there, having the right. little adventures on the way there and then having like the most badass adventure while we're out there. Well, yeah, so I'm absolutely. Like, so excited. That's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Like I said in the podcast, I had to send her out there so Salem could be ready for me when I come out there. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I only may be 5'2", but whoa, you watch well, out. Good things come in small packages, so. That's right. I am full of glitter, sparkles, and fireworks. <laughs> right, nice. We need all of that. Heck yeah. Bring it on. So, um, <clears throat> so you've been doing that for, you said, six years. Yeah. What got you into it? Um, Being born, I think. Uh, oh, I was, oh, right, right. Yeah, uh, so... <laughs> I've lived in haunted houses my entire life. I was always open to it. Um, and I think I said this before when we were talking, but I um, was lucky enough to grow up in a family that fostered it. Like, they didn't they didn't squash it. They just accepted when I would say weird things. It was right. fine. So it never got squashed out of me in its entirety. And so when I was six, my grandmother brought me to Salem for the first time. And I was so excited that I got to go on this special trip. And I took out all the easy reader books about Salem so one yeah. and it was like 18 pages long but um I read all about it and I thought I was an expert so she brought me to see <laughs> like the witch museum and cry innocent which is the live action recreation of the trial of Bridget Bishop really okay, awesome yep. definitely have to go see it yes. um and I was so into it that during cry innocent I asked so many questions and was like so involved in the audience participation portion that they accused me of witchcraft and sequestered me to get me to stop talking. And now they came <laughs> me to talk about it. So it's great. But um, it is awesome. Yeah, it was my dream job for 10 solid years. I didn't, I guess I didn't really know how to get into it. Right. And I didn't realize it was simply as easy as taking the test and getting hired. I thought you had to have like that golden ticket that someone somewhere had to like, you had to know somebody to know somebody. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, but no, and there it was. They posted uh, an ad on Facebook for looking for new tour guides which is something probably similar to what I'm going to be doing this coming month. Um, but I applied, and, there, and you know, the rest is history, and here I am. Wow. Yeah. That is so job. awesome. So, and like, when you're – Nope, go ahead. I was going to say the best part of it really is, as much as I love my job, is how much I love the people that I work with, too. Oh, um, for sure. Very instantly, we became a very close family, and we, like, celebrate Thanksgiving with each other every Aww. year, Friendsgiving, and, like – Oh yeah, I, gotta I know. That. Yeah, I know that if I was ever in need of anything, that I have a crew of people to back me up, and I, I love them. That is great. Yeah, it's been amazing. That is awesome. So, like, when your family comes to visit you, do they like you're gonna take us on this tour? Or, no, or, or it's they... more like I'm like, <laughs> like, why have you not seen my tour yet? Uh, so they're nothing like my... me. No, not really. They're like, do I have to? I've already seen it. I'm like, yes, I try something different now. <laughs> um, but I will say, if I can, if you can entertain this for a second, my nine-year-old, Nathan. Hi, buddy. She says hi. Um, he sometimes is my junior tour guide and comes out with me on tour. Oh, that um, is great. Yeah. Sometimes, as a mom, babysitters are, you know, uh, endangered creatures. Yes, so, yes. Uh, when you when when you know crisis happens, people can't come in, and you're you're the manager. You know you gotta step right. up and cover the tour. But well, it's great that you have a job that you can do that, and he can be involved yeah. with something so awesome. Right, and he loves it. Like he absolutely loves it. He brought his notepad to take notes right now. Oh, um, he can't wait to go. Yeah, and he likes to dress up and like he he's on he's on trip advisory. He's very impressed with that. And, and he's got uh, he gets. He got tips a couple times. Which is oh, great. that is awesome. Good yeah, for so, him. Yeah, and he, you know, to sit here and listen to him, sometimes he'll say, well, I want to be a tour guide when I have a tour. You know, obviously <laughs> this. And just the fact that I wanted that so bad for so long, and to see my, my kid 
who I'm oh, so for sure. proud of all the time say something, say, I want to be a tour guide or when I have my tour, it's like, wow. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's sponging up all that, that history. He oh, yeah. knows so much and doesn't even know that he knows so much. Oh, he that knows, is he knows so it. awesome. Oh, he, knows, he, knows it. he could tell you the story of Giles Corey right now if he wants to. <laughs> he knows that one. I love it. Oh, that is so sweet. Aww. Now, um, yeah, we're like best friends now. So Did we just become best friends? Yep. yep. Uh, do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. <laughs> Witches and brooms. <laughs> I had to change up, you know, the oh, words. <laughs> I loved it. My favorite. That's great. So you don't start work until eight? Um. Well, actually, so I we do check in starting around seven thirty. So. Oh okay. Um, but I'm about a three minute walk from where I need to be. Oh okay. <laughs> gotcha. Um. Now do um. How how do people inquire about getting a tour? Like, okay, let's so, say I wanted to get one from you, and I was like, hey, yo, I need one uh, from me. <laughs> yeah, well, aside from requesting a private tour that you'd, you'd have to pay for a private tour, mm-hmm. you can't really necessarily request a guide. In the off-season, it's a little bit easier because you can always say, like, hey, I read about this guide online. Are they working tonight? You know? Right. And when it's time for check-in, you can say, hey, is this guide working tonight? I read the reviews online or whatever, and I'd like to do them. Oh, okay. We always we, we try to accommodate that as best as we can. For sure. Um, Especially, like, when I'm doing check-in, like, I know people come and they're like, you want to, you've read all these great things, and you think you're going to connect to a guide more than another, and you really want to enjoy that experience. So if that guide's working, and they haven't gone out yet, and I can just put you off to the side for a minute and then throw you with them, fine. Like, no problem. Right. Um. So we, we do the best we can with that. Sometimes it's a little bit harder to accommodate when the crowds are bigger, um, you know, or obviously if it's a guy that's here or what have you, but right. we try to do the best we can. Um, but if you go, there's, you can, you can get tickets any number of ways. You can go on the website, it's Salem Ghost Tours, uh, SalemGhostTours.com. And you can also go on TripAdvisor. Um, they sell tickets through TripAdvisor, through like Expedia, I don't know, all the online things. Okay. Um, or you can actually call the store. So it's, it's um, uh, the store is Remember Salem. And okay. if you look up the Salem Night Tour, you can find the phone number, and you can book right over the phone, too. Oh, okay. People still down. do that? I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the phone never stops ringing. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. And we run rain or shine, like lightning and thunder. The other day, a couple weeks ago, halfway through my tour, lightning and thunder and pouring rain. And oh, everyone's wow. looking at me, and I'm like, what? It's liquid sunshine. Let's go. We're still out here. <laughs> Let's go. You have to learn. <laughs> you like paid I'm to learn. But I, my speaker still works. It hasn't electrocuted <laughs> yet, so we're going. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, crazy. But, yeah, so we love it. That is awesome. So how many tour guides do you have? How many tour guides do I have? Um, I have two. <laughs> Four that four plus myself that are on a regular schedule rotation. Oh, okay. And then I have like three. Right now I have like three or so more that if I uh, really needed something, if we had too many or we had a private tour or whatever, that I could call right. in. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna be we're gonna be sitting down to figure out what we want to do as far as October because we always bring in more guides for October so we can accommodate as many. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Um, so yeah, so that's gonna be opening up in a little bit. So if anybody is listening to this or watching this and yes. is from this area and wants a job keep keep your eyes peeled for that so yes um, yeah I'll, i would be the one to reach out so you'll hear you'll hear from me <laughs> that is awesome i may have to take october off of my job <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm all like they did when i started this thing my boss came out and was like um are you gonna need some um time off from work like a leave of absence i'm like whoa 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 buddy not yet i'll let you know <laughs> i should You're go like, to now, now yes i do actually and, yeah and i need to go to salem he's been talking to me yesterday and today about salem and i was like what like he came up to me oh. and was talking to me about it i was like this is interesting like it, yeah i it, it was kind of cool. We don't talk, yeah. like, a whole lot at work, but for him to ask me questions about not – I don't know nothing about nothing. I I just know I want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> but he was asking me about, you know, the Proctor House and stuff like that, and I was telling him how I had the interview with you and, and whatnot, and I was like, you know, I'm going to go out there sometime. And he was talking about some movie about the Proctor House. There's a movie and a play. The Crucible? Yes, yes. Oh, I forgot to ask him when I left because he was like, 
you need to watch that. And I'm like, thank you. (laughs) The Crucible, while wonderful, is also the bane of my existence because they use the people's names, but it's complete historical fiction. So everyone comes here and thinks that what happened in the Crucible is what actually happened. And that is not not what happened. I've never seen it. I can't believe I was like, what? So I I was I was forced to read it in elementary school or middle school or something. It was on the on the syllabus. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it's it's a classic piece of literature. Right. Like, probably if this wasn't my job, I wouldn't feel as strongly as I did about it. But right. It's 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 tough when people don't realize that it is historical fiction because then I mean, and I don't blame them. Like all the names are the same. The people that are so then you're taking these real people that right. I feel so connected to. I feel like this is like such a negative opinion, and I don't mean it that way. But like uh, all these people that like I feel really connected to, and then you're telling these stories about them, which is great. But like telling them in such clearly a great way that people believe that to be the fact when that's not what happened. Right, right, yeah. <sighs> people. Apparently, the Crucible is the hill that I'm going to die on today as a tour guide. <laughs> oh no! I'm like, why? Why would you say that? <laughs> Well, I don't know, like, this is, this is what I choose to, like, like, stake my little, my little flag on today. Oh, okay. <laughs> my, gotcha. My big opinion of the day. Oh, gotcha. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, like I said, it's been a long day, a long week trying to get ready yeah. for the live and stuff. I yeah. wish I wasn't so far from Salem for I so many reasons. Go. I know, just, just, if you leave now. <laughs> That would be great. When I do get to come out there, I it would be sweet to find a place maybe to schedule a live to do out there. Yeah, you definitely should. I'm sure there's no shortage of places around here that you could use. Right. I'd I'd have to pick your brain though because I I'm not out there to know of places or whatever. I will. I will you might have to be my Salem assistant. Runner. I'm gonna no. call you my Salem assistant. I'll need a business card, but I'm I'm in. <laughs> cool. I can do that. <laughs> That is awesome. <clears throat> well, thank you for sharing with us your awesome, amazing job and you know, what goes thank into you for it. Giving me a platform to share it on. If you guys ever want, you know, anyone to ever show you around Salem, or if you ever have any more questions, or you ever want to talk again about any of this, always I'm here and I'm I'm happy to do this with you guys. Awesome. I'm sure I'll message you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talk to you in five. <laughs> right. <laughs> Off camera. <laughs> but I will. Hopefully you got plenty of time to gear up for work and stuff yeah, like that. So, okay. Okay. You are the best. Thank you. Like, you are the honestly, best. I really do just want to thank you because uh, as silly as it sounds, I love podcasts so much. I know I said this to you the other day, but I want to say it again. Um, <laughs> I love podcasts so, so, so much. And it literally is what gets me through my sometimes really long journey to Salem. Yes. And my dream has been to be on a podcast. Like, I literally imagine all of these, I'm listening to these people, like, what would, what questions would they ask me if I got to be on the podcast? And it's never been even remotely a reality. So being able to do this, Aww. it's literally, like, just my next dream coming true. So well, it's been so my honor to ask you questions. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy to answer them. And you I- have an amazing life. You do. No, no. I'm so busy. We're all like, no, I you're know. wonderful. Like, no, you're wonderful. I, I, I'm tired and I can't figure it out. Like, <laughs> is it mine? Is it yours? Who's in it? Oh. <laughs> but yeah, but it has been so great fun. And we will actually talk to you tomorrow with the um, investigations interview. So, yep, East Coast Coalition of Paranormal Investigators. We can heck yeah. Yeah. But I, I needed to give Salem in you your own spot. That's why I wanted to separate it a little bit so we didn't overpop the other yeah. thing. So. Yeah. All right. I will talk to you later, and you have right. a wonderful night at work. Thanks. Sure will. <laughs> I'll probably talk about this. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so you'll get a bunch of new subscribers tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Paranormal XL. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my son wrote it down on his notes, Paranormal. He heard me say Paranormal XL, and I wrote, he wrote it down. Oh, you he okay, he's it. in charge of that, making sure. Yeah, yeah. I need to get yeah. you some cards out there so he can pass them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. All right, well, we will, I'll talk to you a little bit, but thank you so much All again, right. and I'm always here if you need me. Awesome, will do. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. And we're back. Oh. Another thing, Mama Mary and my father brought me my favorite wine, actually, from Salem. And it's been so long since I've been able to have this wine, because there's only a few stores in Michigan that I can find it. But I saw it, I had to get it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, great, they 
they went in town and got me my favorite wine. No, it came from Salem, which was awesome, and they put a cork in it. <laughs> I know. They, they fancied it up. In a nice way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in a, in a good way. That's for sure. Hey, guys. It's Gigi. After uploading this episode and including everything that I wanted, it kind of turned into three hours, so I'm going to cut it into two parts. We will end this episode with a clip from the History Channel, and remember, don't yuck someone else's yum ever. January 1692, and there is trouble in Salem Village. The minister's daughter and niece are exhibiting bizarre behavior. The village doctor says the girls are bewitched, but by whom? Reverend Paris orders prayer and fasting to counteract the witchcraft. But the girls' strange behavior continues stopping and starting unpredictably for weeks. Over three centuries later, it is difficult for us to believe that the children's fits were induced by invisible witches. But if they weren't bewitched, what was going on? Children in 17th century Western society were not so much objects of affection within a family as they were uh, sources of labor and young sinners who needed to be disciplined into good behavior. We go astray as soon as we are born. Undutiful children are the children of Satan, and unto Satan they shall go into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. We can interpret it as children who are um, very deeply affected by concern for the ultimate fate of their souls. It seems to be a not usual but not unusual kind of pattern. But not all agree with this explanation. There are some who believe the girls' fits were triggered by poison. There's a theory that poisoning as it occurred in Salem is basically due to contaminated rye that led to um, hallucinogenic effects and all sorts of um, physical symptoms. Ergot is a type of fungus that grows on rye. People who eat bread containing this fungus have been known to experience nervous dysfunction. But the ergot poisoning theory has been refuted by scientists and others. Some of them should have died from it, and the fact that one minute they're perfectly well-behaved or at least perfectly normal in their physical appearance and uh, asymptomatic, and the next moment uh, they're having their fits or whatever uh, are inconsistent with the sim symptoms of convulsive ergotism. The afflicted in Salem throw their fits in unison at convenient times, such as when people come by to see them. This fact has led many to believe that the girls were simply faking it. But if the girls are play-acting, it is a deadly game. They could be accused of witchcraft themselves and hanged. Pressured by Reverend Paris to name the witch whose specter is attacking them, Betty Paris and Abigail Williams point to an obvious scapegoat. Tichiba. Documents describe her and her husband as Indians. They are slaves from Barbados. She is dark-skinned, dark like the Puritans' mortal enemies, the Wabanakis. And the news came from York about the Indian raid not all that far away, and people must have been terrified. Soon after hearing news of renewed Indian attacks, Mercy Lewis begins throwing fits, just like Betty and Abigail. Junior, age 12, Anne's mother, age 30, and Anne's cousin, Mary Walcott, 17. All are now acting bewitched. And it's spreading. Salem Village is a very small community, and all the afflicted would have known each other very well. There were little girls, there were teenagers and 20-somethings, and then there were some uh, married women who were also afflicted. 
who is bewitching them. Several of the newly afflicted also accuse the minister's dark-skinned slave, Tichuba. Since the younger girl's accusations cannot be used as evidence in court, these new accusations by adult witnesses are critical. Witch! I will beat the devil out of you! Now, legal action can be taken against Tichuba. A terrible machinery has been set in motion. It will take 20 people to their graves. Thank <laughs> you.